0: Sunday Stories is a podcast presentation of Christ Episcopal Church, North Hills, in Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. Hello, welcome to Sunday Stories. My name is Deacon Lorena, and I love to share good stories with you. Today, the weather is unusually warm and sunny. Wispy clouds drift through a blue sky. The big red maple tree outside my window has tiny buds on the tips of its branches, a sure sign of spring. In a few weeks, the leaves will bloom, then the tree will bear fruit. Seed pods that look like little helicopters will whirr through the air before touching down on the ground, some hundreds of feet away. Then little maple trees will sprout everywhere. Some will grow to be 50 feet tall, just like the tree they came from. What happens inside a seed before and after it sprouts is amazing and is truly one of the wonders of life. Jesus mentions a seed in today's Gospel from St. John. He says, Very truly I tell you, unless a kernel of wheat falls to the ground and dies, it remains just a single grain. But if it dies, it produces much fruit. I wonder what this means. Jesus tells this parable to his disciple after he learns that two Greeks have traveled to see him. The fact that they ask to see him is a sign, a signal to Jesus that it is time for him to finish what God has sent him to do. And he knows that what he needs to do will be hard for the disciples to understand. So, he tells them this parable to prepare them, to give them an idea of what is about to happen, and then to be able to see into the future, to see the unseen and know the unknown. In today's Sunday's story, Emperor Ping, a boy emperor known for his love of harmony, challenges all the children of his kingdom to know the greatest power in the world. He sends the children on a quest with these words, A wise person must be able to see the unseen and know the unknown. Let's listen to today's Sunday story. The Greatest Power by Demi A long time ago in China, there was a boy emperor named Ping, who was known throughout the kingdom for his honesty and his love of harmony. The boy emperor enjoyed climbing to the top of the palace and looking through his telescope at the heavens. All the millions of stars and the sun and moon and the space in between were in perfect harmony. My kingdom should be as harmonious as the heavens, he thought. Emperor Ping needed the wisest prime minister in all the land to bring the harmony of the heavens to the kingdom. How would the emperor choose such a prime minister? Because he loved the heavens so much, he decided to let the heavens choose. The next day, a proclamation was issued. All the children in the kingdom were to come to the palace. There, they would be given a quest that would prove which child was the wisest in the land. That wise child would become the new prime minister. All the children in the kingdom came from far and wide to learn about Emperor Ping's quest. In one year's time, the emperor announced, we shall have a great parade, and in that parade each of you will show me what you think is the greatest power in the world. To know the greatest power in the world is to know the greatest peace. Whoever knows this harmony will become the new prime minister. The emperor concluded, a wise person must be able to see the unseen and know what The unknown. The excited children left the palace to begin their quest. This is easy, said some of the boys. Whoever has the greatest weapon has the greatest power in the world, for whoever has the greatest weapons can conquer the world. And they began mixing paper mache to make axes and shields, spears and swords, bows and arrows, and masks of famous warriors and evil spirits to scare away the enemy. This is easy, said some of the girls. Whoever has the greatest beauty has the greatest power in the world, for whoever has the greatest beauty can command the most powerful commander in the world. And they began creating beautiful costumes, each one more intricate and delicate than the next, with colorful silk ribbons, embroidered flowers, sparkling sequins, and golden threads. This is easy, said some of the more studious children. Whoever has the greatest technology has the greatest power in the world, for whoever has the greatest technology can rule the world. And they began reconstructing brilliant Chinese ideas that had changed the world. They built clocks and balanced compasses, wove silk and forged iron, crafted porcelain and set movable type, rolled paper and bound books. This is easy, said some of the more practical children. Whoever has the greatest amount of money has the greatest power in the world, for whoever has the greatest amount of money can buy anything in the world and they began making huge golden coins and a statue of the money god. Only one child, a little girl named Singh, remembered the emperor's words. A wise person must be able to see the unseen and know the unknown. She sat by a lotus pond and thought about how armies rise and fall, how beauty fades, how money comes and goes, and how ideas are forever changing. Could these be the greatest powers in the world if they didn't even last? Singh looked at all the beautiful flowers. The lotus was the flower of purity and transformation. Born from a tiny seed sleeping in the mud, the bud rose through the water on a strong green stem. It rose above the water to bloom into a glorious flower that faced heaven. What a story there is in one tiny seed, Sing thought. How powerful is the force of life! By autumn, some boys who thought the Emperor possessed the greatest power in the world had made great dragon costumes. The dragon was the Emperor's symbol of wealth, wisdom, and power. By winter, Some girls, who thought the empress possessed the greatest power behind the throne, had made great phoenix costumes. The phoenix was the empress's symbol of loyalty and power. By spring, Singh still had made nothing to show the emperor. She asked herself, How can I see the unseen and know the unknown? She looked up at the heavens. It seemed that from empty space everything came alive. The millions of stars and the sun and moon were lit, and everything was in perfect harmony. To sing it seemed the heavens were a great pattern of eternal life. And suddenly she had an idea. The great parade day came. All the children of the kingdom came with their most marvelous creations, each one sure that they had figured out the greatest power in the world. Last of all was Sing, Her small hands clenched in front of her. "Sing," cried one of the other children, don't you have anything to show the emperor? I do have something to show the emperor, Sing said, but the other children just laughed at her. The children marched before Emperor Ping with waving flags, swirling silks, and glistening gold. It was a grand parade. Emperor Ping did not say a word. At the end of the parade was Singh. Stop the parade, shouted Emperor Ping. He called Singh to come before him. Have you anything to show me? Do you know what the greatest power in the world might be?" The other children laughed, but Sing held out her hands. She was holding a lotus seed, which she broke in two before the Emperor. What is there? asked Emperor Ping. Nothing, said Sing, and the greatest power in the world. How can nothing be the greatest power in the world? asked the emperor. The nothing in this seed is the space in between where life exists, said Singh. The nothing in this seed is what makes the seed rise from the earth. The nothing in this seed is what is fed by water, air, and the fire of the sun to bloom into a glorious flower that turns its face towards the heavens. And when the flower sleeps again, it releases new seeds into the earth, which are fed by water, air, and the fire of the sun, to bloom into new flowers. The nothing in this seed is eternal life. It continues from seed to seed, forever and ever, in perfect harmony. So, life is the greatest power in the world. Emperor Ping smiled. He turned to the crowd and declared, Here is someone who has seen the unseen and knows the unknown. By bringing us this lotus seed Sing has helped us to see and know the greatest power in the world. She is the wisest child of all the land and now I name her the new Prime Minister Of all the kingdom. By looking at the lotus seed, Sing sees in her mind's eye that which she could not actually see in the seed itself. Sitting beside the lotus pond, she looks at the beautiful flowers and imagines the life story of a tiny lotus seed. After falling into the water, the seed sleeps in the mud. Then, when the time is right, a strong green stem lifts a bud above, up through the water, then rises above the water, then faces heaven and opens into a glorious flower. Likewise, as we listen to Jesus' parable of the grain of wheat, we can imagine ourselves sitting in a field, looking at a tiny kernel of wheat that has fallen into the soil, where it lies until the time is right. When the soil is warm, the seed sends a root deep into the ground. Next, a strong green stem shoots up toward the sun. Then the stalk blooms and produces new kernels of wheat. As we look across the field, we see the fruit of hundreds of wheat stalks, shimmering golden in the sunlight. When Sing breaks the seed in two, she demonstrates that the hidden power inside the seed is nothing that she or anyone can make. So she calls it nothing. The nothing in the seed is what makes it able to rise from the ground to become a flower, which produces new flowers with more seeds. She calls this nothing, which continues from seed to seed, forever and ever, the greatest power on earth. The greatest power hidden in the seed is life. Jesus teaches that the life hidden inside the seed must fall to the ground and die to produce much fruit. Without its death, there will be no fruit. Jesus gives his disciples and us this parable, this picture of the life of a seed, so that we might have the ability to see the unseen and to know the unknown, hidden in the life of his life and his death on the cross. Let us pray. Loving God, thank you for sending your Son Jesus to be like the wheat seed sown in the earth to die and then produce much fruit. Help us to be the fruit. Give us the grace to say no to selfish things so that we can say yes to God's loving plan for us. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Sunday Stories is a podcast presentation of Christ Episcopal Church North Hills in Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania.